your living room. <laughs> oh, no, no. Hey, y'all, it's Ressa. Let's get her done on the So What's Good podcast. This is the So Was Good podcast, episode number 10. It's your boy, DJ. And it's Tanya. And it's Trigo. It's your girl, Rissa. Episode number 10. We are out here. So, I guess um, since we don't have a whole lot of time, we have a lot to talk about. Let's just dive right into all of the mess we have going on today. So, Tanya, what is going on in the music industry right now? Well, I want to do a brief spotlight and shout out to Mac Miller, rest in peace. Um, We lost him, I want to say, just over a week ago, and it sent a lot of shockwaves through the air, through his peers. Um, He was kind of underrated. He had his own show on MTV2, and then he's, he's very beloved, and you can see by the post. So just a recipe to him, and a big go to hell to everybody that spammed Ariana Grande, even yeah. as a troll. Yeah. Know your limits. There's there's trolling, and then there's just being pure evil, and there's a special place in hell for you. So mm-hmm. Um, But we had some new releases. I was about to say a lot of new releases, but no one cares. <laughs> 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 no one cares. Okay. <laughs> So Eminem did the things. He's not on my list, so we're gonna move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll skip right past. Him. We are. We'll revisit him. He's given us a lot of material, so we'll revisit on another week. Sure. But um, so we're gonna shout out to our legends because we're gonna start giving them flowers while they're here. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Mariah the uh Mimi the Chanteuse, elusive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always a loser. <laughs> the one perfect angel. Okay. <laughs> the one oh, MC man. squared. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, she released a new song and video. Uh, GTFO. You know what that's abbreviated for. Um, if you don't, <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> but she released a song and it was cute. If it's what I expect 2018 Mariah to give us. Mm. Sorry, 2018 me need to give us. Okay, <laughs> we have to make the classification. We have to. They're different. <laughs> they're, they're different. Two different things. Yes. Um, yeah. But um, you know, she was in her lingerie. Just, just what she does. Yeah. So yeah, you did that, Mimi. Um, keep doing it, Mimi, because Mariah's gone. Um. So <laughs> then. <laughs> oh, the lambs are not gonna like that at all. No, I am a lamb. I am a lamb. That's why I can't recognize babies everlasting emancipated even so we are going to move on to nicholas Minaj. no let's call her nikki let's 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 not do nicholas no nicholas no yeah um i said i wasn't going to mention her because she's still in our war room but she did release her barbie dreams video and it was cute it was cute they did puppets for the rappers, and it was, I think Hype Williams directed it, which was legendary. So, but it was very simple. It was just a usual colorful backdrop. But she looked good. So, shout out to um, Arrogant Tay. 
mm-hmm. and Aaliyah J, the Instagram and YouTuber that are a part of her styling squad, because y'all are doing that. Like, yeah, she I, looks I amazing. will say, ever since she did start working with them, she has been looking better. Like, yeah. The wig, it's, it's been a, the beat, the everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a brief of the video. The little Wayne Muppet was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I just had that in there. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was different. I was like, okay, good for you. Um, and she also, I think it was a video that, or was no, it was a video with uh K-pop group BTS. Mm-hmm. What does BTS stand for again? I'm sorry. Um, I'm not sure. I should know because I do bop to a few of their songs, but I don't. I'm I like sorry. It's, it's burn something. <laughs> it's, it's burn something. Yeah. Um, but. They released a video, I believe it's called Icon. So shout out to them. I, I want to get into them because apparently just all the K-pop girls are just everything. So <laughs> <laughs> I will say that BTS is the easiest like K-pop band to get into if you want to get into K-pop. Like it's like really? it's very if you understand it and if you here for the the reality and the fantasy of it all, then you can get into K-pop. If you don't, really? if you don't like it, then you're probably not going to be into K-pop, and that's just it is what it is. So yeah, it's just all the girls go up for them, but. <laughs> They're prettier than me. So I, just... <laughs> I, I think the reason why people are so into K-pop, especially like K-pop boy bands right now, is because they give they're giving us what like the OG like nineties yeah. boy bands were giving us, like choreography on point, harmonies right. are there. That's why people are getting their life from like BTS. In uh, they're like actually attracted to them, and they look like dolls. It's just very. <laughs> But you know, that's a whole nother discussion about how Korea has this huge, like, booming plastic surgery thing yeah. going on. But that's a, a totally different story. So yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> verse lesbian is the aesthetic. But okay. oh, um, Come on, um, Ellen. Let's <laughs> go from butch to fin. Very strange, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. So, and last for our new releases, uh, Fifi, Sierra, released a new song called Dose. Mm-hmm. And that came and went. So, yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it was cute. It's produced by Dark Child, Rodney Jerkins. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it is like the B-side to Lose My Breath. So, I feel like she could do things with the video. Like, we saw what she did with Level Up. Like, I personally didn't like the song until I watched the video, and then now I love the song. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope something happens. But, you know, we keep saying that for Sierra. I just I just hope. I just hope. <laughs> Child, she good. She got that NFL money. Yeah. She good. Yeah. Just keep keep giving us looks. That's mm-hmm. and, and, she and, experiences. and she hasn't done the Matrix in a while, so... <laughs> She's a mom now. It, it may be yeah. a little t- uh, difficult for her. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get down as low, but she, but she, dance is what she does. Okay, she does that well. Okay. Um, so that's it for new releases. We're just going to move right along to the trash, though. Um, and throw it away, news. Yeah. <laughs> 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 throw yeah. it away. Throw it away for the music. Um, Nas and Khalees are. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? What year is it? Oh, okay. 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 They don't. I. I feel like they don't know that it's two thousand. <laughs> they've been divorced for so long, but um, they've just been airing out their dirty laundry. There's been allegations of abuse. 
on both sides. And of course, it's a nasty custody battle. And I just always feel for the child in, this, in situations like this because everything is so social media driven. And yeah, you can try your hardest to keep it away from the child, but everything lives on the internet forever. So eventually, he'll see it. And that, and that just sucks. Um, so I hope that they get together because I love Khalees and I love Nas and I hate that I had to cancel him when she said that he was beating on her because I just I I can't even um, Nas is so fine. I'm like really right? he out here. Forty five, he's still looking good. Okay, the things give Nas his things, but not if he's <laughs> not if he's not, I, I, I turn out here. We're not having that anime. We're not no, having that. No, let's not beat the milkshake. Let's. <laughs> You're supposed drink. to drink it. <laughs> oh, drink it. It's mixed already. You dip the fries. <laughs> it's right. And um, oh wow. I know. I kept. I thought I did keep Eminem. He was in my throwing away news instead of new releases. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, I love Marshall. Um, I really want to route everybody to the video. <laughs> Of a parody that this guy did, I died because it yeah. sounds just like him. Um, <laughs> Chris Delia, I think that's the thing. So look up his Instagram and find that video of him imitating Eminem. I love Eminem. Eminem's an icon. He's in this weird phase right now with beef, which I'm excited. I love I love good rap beef that keeps it on whack. So let's keep it there. Um, but we'll move on to the last throw it away news with Janet and Bobby Brown. Uh, <laughs> Bob, you know Janet Demita Joe Jackson. Uh, girl, no, the government baby. Girl, she was in the '80s, getting it in. For real, because I've heard some stories now. <laughs> I've heard some stories, but we won't because she's a queen and a legend. So Bobby Brown's. Um, I don't know if we're going to talk about it any further than this. But Bobby Brown's story came on BT, mm-hmm. and it was what we thought it would be. You know, every it, it's his telling of his story with Whitney and his side of everything that happened. I kind of felt like it was rushed. Like they could have given him a mini series because it was just like yeah, a bunch a of lot. snapshots. Yeah, of, what's going on in his life? I'm on drugs now, and then it's Whitney, and then this happened, and then mm-hmm. this happened, and it was it was just not cohesive at all. But mm-hmm. I get time constraints. But the shock of that. Now, everybody was saying if you read Bobby Brown's book, Every Little Step, you already knew the Janet story already. And I had briefly heard somebody mention it before, but I didn't know that they filmed it. <laughs> <laughs> now, T is that her and her lawyers got involved because he actually allegedly kicked her out of his hotel room butt naked. Mm. And that was a scene that they filmed. And she wasn't having that. I think she was trying to have the whole their whole dynamic in the movie erased, but that was the compromise. So Janet and Bobby Brown were getting it in, and I'm just like, sis, what is? We gotta talk about your taste in men, girl. <laughs> it's been a, it's, she had the debarge that was on on all of the drugs. Yeah. Bobby Brown on all of the drugs. I mean, but to be fair, everybody was on drugs. <laughs> In the eighties, <laughs> like in yeah. the eighties, everybody yeah. was on drugs. Especially if, you, if you're a, a, like a male in the uh, entertainment industry, everybody was on drugs. So like, that's true. The, the pickings were slim. Yeah. I mean, she could have went. But I mean, older. Bobby though, she could have went. Oh, she could have done. Ooh, I'm about to say Luther, but no, that's not- no, she could not. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm about to say Freddie Jackson too, but not our team. Did they oh, say that? No. <laughs> no. T-Bow on our team. No. T-Bow's not on our team. Did they show that scene in the story? I don't think they did, though. What? Bobby Brown throwing around butt naked. No, they yeah. filmed it. Bobby And Bobby Brown actually, he was upset. And I think he tweeted something about because Charlamagne the guy being messy. He had read the book and remembered that part of the story. And I asked about it, I think, and he said no, that they had cut it out. But they showed they showed them getting it in. It was yeah. very aggressive. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> not need Bo need Janet that. being taken down by Bo Bobby. Like we didn't, we didn't need that visual because then I pictured the actual people and it was like Demita yeah. Joe, Demita. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? Okay, she said it, Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson, okay. Queen, <laughs> Queen Radio. Okay. Have you guys listened to Queen Ray? It's not on the list, but just randomly. I have not. I will never. I can't do it. It's, it's too much. It's delicious, though. You have to. Hour or the first 30 minutes of each Queen Radio episode, please listen. We have to dive in. Cause it's just, I saw it on Apple Apple yeah. Music, so I might check it yeah. out. Yeah. No, not here for it. Okay. No. <laughs> That's going to be a no, dog. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, okay. I'll stay in that hellhole myself. But that's it for news. <laughs> what's, what's going on with TV and film, DJ? Oh, God. Uh, so much. So much is happening. So I don't have that much time. So let me just move on. First of all, we have Insecure. It finally got renewed for a season four. So yes. that's great. I'm here mm-hmm. for all the things. Let's move on. So... Lord Jesus, Halle, I mean, Halle Berry is directing and starring the MMA drama that was, um, so this is going to be her first uh, directorial debut, and she's also starring in the movie, so I wanted Excuse to just shout me? that out. Yes, <laughs> Halle Berry. Like is mixed the, martial arts? Yes, mixed martial arts. Uh, oh, you did say MMA. Yes, I did. Wow. So the story is that she is a mom and her estranged son, uh, he comes back into her life and she's a fighter and she's trying to make all of that work is like the basis of the story. So shout out to Holly Berry and her directorial debut. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to give the girls. Okay, moving on. A new wig. Oh, yeah, you know she's gonna rock some kind of wig. Some yeah. Kind of, <laughs> oh. The MMA wig. <laughs> Speaking of wigs, um, the legendary Cicely Tyson is finally receiving an Oscar. She's receiving oh, no. an honorary Oscar um, for this next uh, Oscar telecast. So, big ups to a legend uh, she deserves. And. Yeah, I can't wait to see what outfit she's going to wear, honestly. Um, so <laughs> moving on to actual Academy Awards news. So that whole popular award debacle that happened, well, y'all got that out the paint because the Academy was like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to hold that indefinitely until we figure out something else. So that's not happening anymore. Harriet Tubman, uh, she's getting a movie. Um and Cynthia Revo is going to be playing um, Harriet. So that's happening. Focus Features has picked that up. So that is in development. So I just want to shout that I out. I love her so much. I, I do love too. Her. And her star is rising, and I'm really here for it. Um, now let's move on to DC News. My God. Let's start off with Titans. 
So Titans, uh, their first look just dropped. Uh, the images from the for the pilot episode just um, dropped on io9 and the EW. How do you guys feel about it? Have you did y'all see it? Did you see the images? How do y'all feel? Throw it away. Yeah. They look like Sorry. a ragtag crew <laughs> of <laughs> broken dolls, like, and not in a good like edgy way. It just looks like. They got together with this production and was like, oh, let's do Titans. And they, how do we do Titans? And then <laughs> just kind of gave Titan that path. Like, yeah, like, it's just, it's just very muddled and very unclear. And, like, even the casting just is just all over the place. I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. I'm, I'm already over it and it's not even out yet, so. Yeah, same. Uh, unfortunately, I, I feel the same way. Um, DC is not having a great time right now because also Henry Cavill is out as Superman? Question mark. No. But ho- hold on. Okay. The further gag is that the rumor is going around that Warner Brothers want Michael B. Jordan to play Superman, and if they do cast him, I can only imagine what like the fury is going to come down on him again if he plays Superman because. The dragging he got for playing Human Torch, I can only imagine what Superman's going to give him. So, we don't really know what's going on with DC right now. I yeah, then- with that dragging. I'm sorry. I don't see it. Um, I kind of agree with the reviews afterwards. Like, once the hype of Black Panther died down, I, he wasn't really that compelling of a Killmonger. I don't really feel his acting is, like, so amazing to carry these superhero roles. But I mean, go ahead, black man. Like, get your money, <laughs> black man. <laughs> but I get your no, money, man. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't. Well, it, it's not even confirmed that Henry Cavill is leaving because he posted yeah. that little, like, really weird Instagram story or whatever the hell with him, like, in a Krypton weightlifting club shirt. And a Superman Girl. doll, and then like, yeah, it looks like Queen, it's like Queen Attic. So I don't know what is happening. That's why I say so. question mark because we, no one knows what's going on. Warner Bros. is acting one way, he's and his team is acting another way, and then like, there's like a third story about how all of this is kind of like made up. I just don't know what's happening, and. I'm Why confused. do they keep catching these L's? Like, I what? Why can't they? Why can't they? Why I just, I, I don't understand. I, I just, I, I want answers. Moving on to like actual an, another superhero franchise uh, department, Marvel. So Captain Marvel. Uh, last week the uh, EW cover dropped and things happen from there. There's a teaser trailer <laughs> that still looks fake to me, but okay, we're moving on because there's an image in the teaser trailer that's from a movie called I Am Number 4, and that's not the same thing. So I'm very confused. Anywho, so how do you guys feel about the cover? <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, thought, I thought the trailer was fake too because I'm like, wait, did they take that from another movie? Yeah. But then it looks official. Like, like there are various clips from other movies in that teaser so I have no idea what the hell is going on <laughs> yeah yeah, they're trying to make it seem like they're going back because it started in 1990 because you obviously you saw Nick Fury still has both his eyes you saw Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy still alive so 
I don't know. They're trying to do different things, but I'm like y'all. I'm confused. What's going on? <laughs> I'm very confused. But moving on to the EW cover. EW is like notoriously garbage for having their superhero covers. It never works out for them, and th- it was no different for Captain Marvel. She looked scared. <laughs> 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 Why do they keep getting these covers? And it looked like dress up. Even yeah. like the even the pictures from the set, I'm like, is this Comic Con or is this the movie? <laughs> oh no, not cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Cosplay melee on sci fi? Like, oh no. Cause I would say the exact same Aww. thing happened in X-Men. <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past. That EW cover was trash. And mm. the images inside were bad too. So I feel like it's the same thing. And actually the movie turned out to be actually really good. So I'm hoping it's going to be the same thing for Captain Marvel because those were some horrible, horrible images. My God. Um, and the last thing I'm going to bring up is Cat Williams and his interview. So many things happened. My God. He dragged and kept dragging. But like in a light, like messy uncle that just had like a few beers dragging. It was yeah. it was like a light dragging, but at the same time, my it wig was... Like was... Ice <laughs> at the cookout. Exactly. Um, With and the he, he, cigarette on the side. He pretty much was saying that, you know, Netflix is a corporation... So first of all, no, uh, Netflix did not call anyone for comedy specials. You have to contact them to do a special, and so like the whole Monique thing, he was like, mm, I don't kind of see it for that in not so many words. And he also talked about how Tiffany Haddish is not really, she's not really a great uh, stand-up comedian in not so many words, and that she needed more time to become cookies. So that's pretty much the crux of what he had to say. Anyone have anything to say about that? What he said? Anything? I slightly, I, I, I do slightly. It's an unpopular opinion, but I do agree with him to a certain extent. Um, where it's just, it seems like a lot of these. And I won't even make it a, a black thing or a black woman thing, because even with the Amy Schumers and people like that, where they're, I believe we mentioned before, where they're more comedic actresses, but their stand-ups, I just, I don't giggle at all, mm-hmm. let alone quote jokes continuously years and years later. So I, I get what he's getting at that, but to discredit Tiffany Haddish and negate everything that she's done and all the work that she's done to get to the point Ooh. that she's at just to say that oh anybody could have had that role and um <laughs> broke through and been a star yeah anybody i always love when people say anybody could have did it but yeah anybody could have did it but they didn't okay she did, okay and Ooh. she's where she's at for a reason and all the names that he named out like lunel and melanie camacho like we love lunel mm-hmm. and i'm highly familiar with melanie camacho but she's been doing a long time miss laura all those people but they're where they're at. Like, of course, the industry has its things that it does, and it's just not fair. But certain things are meant for certain people, and Tiffany Hash is where she's supposed to be. Whether you say it's because she fantasized about white men and, and acknowledged it or whatever, I just felt like he was grasping at straws. And Kat, you, you should know better. Like, come on. Yeah. Especially somebody who's had opportunities and suddenly thrown them away and mm. Here you are all these years later, and you're getting an Emmy finally. Well-deserved, but come on. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, well, let, let Tiffany have her things. Like, yeah. why, 
why did you feel the need to bring her down? Because, yeah, like, I'll agree with Tanya. Like, watching Tiffany's stand-up, I, I didn't get to it because I just was like, <laughs> eh. Um, but what's funny is, like, when I'm watching an interview with Tiffany Haddish, it makes me laugh way more yeah. than her stand-up is. And I don't know what that that's about, but that's not the point. Like, the fact is, she's out here doing these, like, doing, getting these roles and doing well in them, why do you have to find something about her to tear her down? About right. it? I, I don't I don't understand that. So um, that's how I feel about it. Um, I guess I just wanted to do this quick shout-out. Uh, the Emmys, the Creative Emmys, happened uh, last week. And shout-out to John Legend. He's officially an EGOT, so that's great for him. And... Pretty much, if you were in the guest acting category, you were pretty much black. So, shout out to everyone in black that won. Um, (laughs) So, Dre, what is going on in the world news? Uh, Now, this is where it takes a turn. Um, Okay. So, let me figure out which story I'm going to start with. Uh, Okay, let's start with the orange apparition. Get him out of here. Um, Get him out of here. Throw it away. I mean, I told told you all that. That's all I'm calling him from now on. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. The orange apparition apparition got all Twitter happy. And, and, you know, as he's apt to do. And he decided that with the oncoming hurricane, uh, what's this one? Florence. This is the... Florence, right? The one yeah. that just hit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, with what's coming, he felt the need to be nostalgic and was like, "Well, you know, in retrospect, and I because you know he doesn't use big words like that, but um, <laughs> he's like, in retrospect, like Hurricane Maria couldn't have killed that many people. When I showed up, it was only this amount of people, and now it's at three thousand. Get out of here! And it's like, first of all. What's the point in bringing this up in this moment? Like, I don't understand why there's the need to, like, bring up the fact that you feel like the number's been, like, pumped up by, and this is his words, the Democratic Party to make me look bad. And it's like, okay, are we really going to make a number of people who died just to make you look bad? You do that yourself, sis. So, like, I don't understand why... Mm. Talking about this dude like makes me like physically ill. So, Seriously. <laughs> so it hurts. bear with me. Yeah, it, it really is disgusting because it's like these are actual people who died. Like this is craziness that you're just like, oh well, it's no, there's no way that that many people died. Yeah, it, it's true. It happened. Yeah, not uh, like officially on the day that it hit, but because the re- response time was so slow in helping these people many more died because of your inaction. And the fact that you're like discrediting that as happening, it sounds a lot to me like racial cleansing. And I need him to die or I don't know, sorry. I don't want to put that out there. No IRS. I I wish him nothing but the best. I want his his back to hurt every day. I want (laughs) like I I just want everything bad to happen to him. What's up? Like, I just, I'm sorry, he just makes me so sick. Um, 
so <laughs> that that was my first story. Um, I don't know if any like one of you guys want to talk about that. Um, plague on both his houses for That's real. Yes. Um, okay, so the next story is the unfortunate uh, tale of the world. Um, in Dallas, this police officer who apparently was having a long day and like went home pretty much and it's unclear what exactly happened but ended up shooting this young brother in his own apartment and killing him now this just plays into all the like all the uh, unrest and unease there is as far as um, police and black relations and like that was just off top and then right after the event happened they got a search warrant for his apartment and like somehow made it leak that he owned less than an ounce of marijuana which why is that important to leak right i mean yeah i think we all know why they leaked that and it's just like insane like why are we doing this in 2018 like how can a black man just be in his house and just shot down and there's like his characters coming into question like right are you fucking kidding me like i, I don't have the words like I, I i'm looking for them and i i just i'm struggling because we talked about this in the earlier show where it's like i don't feel safe in my own damn house right because mm-hmm. somebody can like come up with like i, I literally said that yeah. And look what happens. Yeah. And yeah. like now yeah. the, there's like a scrutiny and it's like, where the, where am I safe? Like where, where is my home where I can just like be myself and just not have to worry about being shot at? I, there's no, there's no safe space. So that's where I'm at with this. I don't know if you guys had anything to add. Yeah. Like being, like you said, like being shot at, not only shot at, but having it be done by a police officer or a cop or any official or public servant. And then now it's coming into question whether you deserved it or not. Had it been any other civilian, maybe you might've got a trial about this is murder. And, but now they're trying to find, they wouldn't be trying to find the innocent. And if it was a random person, but because this is a cop, mm-hmm. they're trying to find the innocence and the justification. Mm-hmm. And then that's, this is why Colin kneels. <laughs> so yeah. You want to cut off your freaking Nike, which we'll get into, but you want to cut off your Nike checks like that's doing anything because y'all's ashy-ass president tells you that they're boycotting the country that you sacrificed everything for and they're bo- boycotting your veterans. This isn't what it's about. It's stories like this. And I just got, I just got upset. No, <laughs> calm down. Get it out, girl. Get it out. <laughs> because I actually cried this morning because on Twitter... Somebody had, oof. Somebody posted a video of the preaching. He, he led praise and worship the Sunday before he was killed in his church. So for then, this woman to change the story to even where his white neighbors are saying, because she keeps changing the story about the door was somewhat jarred and they're saying no there's no way because it automatically had like some type of magnetic strip or whatever so mm-hmm. it, it, there's no way for it to be jarred 
And then there was another story where she, it was conflicting, and the neighbors were like, no, didn't hear her say any of that. It was it was completely different from what she's saying that she said there was no threat. And this were Fox News is like you want to think that there's change, but they follow the same script of demonizing the victim because he's black. And it's like, oh, wow, you guys couldn't trade on him. You couldn't find a picture from my space of him throwing up the middle finger. You couldn't find a random tweet like any other victim saying just dumb, ignorant shit. You couldn't find anything. So you had to go with the picture of him smiling and being a human because you couldn't dehumanize him like you normally do. So your next thing was to go find marijuana of all things. Like I couldn't care less if it was heroin or crack cocaine. That's not why she was there. She went to that man's house and she killed him. And for y'all to report this, but no one, you're not reporting. Did you obtain a search warrant for her house? She mm-hmm. was the killer. Right. She was the perpetrator. And even sorry, no, intervene, intervene. They they even said now that she's only on trial for manslaughter. She's not on trial yeah. for murder because they can't prove it, and it's easier to convict. I'm like, how how much of a joke of a justice system do we have mm-hmm. that you have to charge in a way that you can possibly convict? Because murder isn't murder anymore. Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, you can do that now. Sorry. Yeah. That's, no. No. no it's, yeah, I think you feel exactly how you know we all feel. Like I, like I, it was really hard for me to talk about it because that literally could be me. Like it literally could be any one of us. And Anybody. to see how people respond, to see how it's being portrayed, and this, something has to change. Like it has to change now. And I don't. I just feel so powerless because it's like. Yeah. I can't do anything. What can we do but die? Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I like. I just want to just say our thoughts are with his family. Um, I can't imagine the pain mm. that you guys are going through right now. Um, but just know that you are in our thoughts, you are in our prayers, and you you deserve so much better than this. Yeah. Mm. Um. So that's my little piece of the world. What's up with you, Rissa? All right, sports fans. Um, the NFL the season just kicked off, blah, blah, blah. Um, but <laughs> I did see something that was pretty good, which I hope they stick with. Um, they are For this 2018 season, they're not going to implement the anthem policy, which means that you have a choice. You can either Kaepernick Neal or not. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, hopefully they'll they'll keep that going because um, Roger Goodell knows he don't want that he don't want that life. Oh, so they're allowed to protest? Yeah, they're you're allowed to protest. Oh, oh, look, mm. you Negroes can stop fake fake boycotting the NFL. Because uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know they have you watching watch it. Watching the bedroom. Um, and other news, of course, we all know about the Nike debacle slash come up, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, so Nike, they just uh, put out a commercial about a week ago now, maybe two weeks now um, with uh, Colin Kaepernick. Um, it to me, the commercial was very good. It, you had different athletes from different sports, obviously, and then you had athletes who were like, a little bit handicapped or whatever, still doing the damn thing. And you had Kaepernick at the very end of it. So I'm just like, 
Trump just trying to just boycott everything, I feel like it's stupid. And he's telling people to burn their things. And I'm just like, bro, Nike got your coins regardless. You can burn if you want to. But uh, Nike got your money. <laughs> um, but even with all the drama going on, of course, we still have to do what we do on social media because there's so many different memes or even videos <laughs> of so many different Nike ads. I've seen a Mayweather one. I've seen. <laughs> oh, no. I've seen a Trump one oh, yeah. with uh, I've seen freaking the stupid Kanye on Adidas. I've seen so many memes. Like, it's ridiculous. I saw a Shangela meme <laughs> with her quote about being, not having a sugar daddy or not needing a sugar oh, daddy. No. That was hilarious. <laughs> it's just horrible, but it's funny at the same time. <laughs> Um, but despite all the Nike drama, shoot, Nike, since the Nike's commercial itself, the sales went up 31%, mm-hmm. and the media exposure period was over $163 million. So Trump can kiss Nike that. Because mm-hmm. we're like, we can fuck with Nike and get his money. So, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nike is doing very well. Um, Did you guys see? I don't know if it was real, but it was like a, a little meme. I think, I think it was. It mean. I think um, it was trolling. I don't think it was real, but I still uh, got my life from it. Uh, <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Go ahead. It was like it was like in the Nike font and everything. Instructions on how to burn their uh, product safely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a key from that, but I don't think I it did. was real. <laughs> But um, that's pretty much all I have for my segment, but that leads right into my discussion, and bruh, this is going to be a a quick but bruh discussion. <laughs> We're ready for this one. I've been waiting to do this one. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, why don't they leave your girl Serena Williams alone? This past U.S. Open... She, Serena Williams, just recently lost to Miss Naomi Osaka, and I'm not taking nothing away from her. You know, she's a very young Haitian slash Japanese female who, who did her thing. I'm not taking that from her, but I will interject in this match upon this, this umpire Carlos Ramos. This dude needs to get something. Something needs to happen to this, to this guy. <laughs> Because he called three bullshit violations on Serena Williams during the match. And even Serena said, and I quote, I would rather lose before I cheat. And, yeah, we don't cheat out here. There's no reason for her to (laughs) cheat. Like, but anyway. And after the match, well, during and later news, she got fined 17 grand for these so-called violations. Mm -hmm. Like, for what? Also, the it's even more dramatic. This gentleman by the name of Mark Knight made a cartoon of Serena Williams. Uh, he claims that it has nothing to do with race, but I I call bullshit on this. <laughs> so in this in this cartoon, you have Serena Williams kind of dressed up and looking like a baby. She's stomping on her tennis racket with a baby pacifier right next to her. Then you have the umpire in the picture who's white, and in caption, he's reading, can you just let her win? And even they have Naomi Osaka on the other side as a white girl with blonde mm-hmm. hair. Like, what, what, what the fuck is that? 
So I just want to get you guys um, opinions and questions like, do you think that, of course, was that called for? And do you think Mark Knight was, I guess, justified in saying that it wasn't about race? I'll I'll just start off and say um, that (sighs) that's a lie. Like, simply put, like him saying that it had nothing to do with race is not accurate. The way he drew Serena Williams was overtly uh, taking the ethnic features that she had and exaggerating it. So it, it's not that mm-hmm. it wasn't about race. It, it was clearly about race. Now, mm-hmm. the reason why he said it is because he, he knows that in 2018, you know, you can't say that you made a racist ass comic or anime, animation and get away with it. He didn't want any smoke, so he said it had nothing to do with race. But the thing is, though, he reposted it. That newspaper, him and his editor, they reran the image. So it wasn't even the fact that like, they were standing behind it, like they were endorsing it, and the fact that they want to be like, oh, it's not race at all, but like she looks like a fucking mammy. Like, yeah. what? Like, that's unacceptable. And furthermore, unacceptable. His, his animation is, is incorrect. Serena was never angry at the fact that she was quote unquote losing or the match or that she lost in general. Her anger was towards the empire and his biased penalties. That's what she was really angry about. So if you wanted to make an accurate depiction, she should have been yelling at him in a very overtly, I guess, racist, uh, angry black woman way. That would have been more accurate than what he drew originally. If you want and, to, you know, make racist ass comics. And to jump back in here, I like had to unblock. I had to unfriend maybe three of my friends um, due to this whole event. Um, the first one, well, I'll get back to it because when we go back to the match, I have more things to say. But in regards to the image, uh, somebody was like, "I don't find an offense to this. Like, it's you're taking things out of like out of." whack or whatever it wasn't on my page it was on someone else's page that i commented on of how offensive it was they're like oh no you're taking like it's just it's a car it's a caricature so and i was like i was like no what you're not going to do in 2018 is tell me that i'm looking at blue when it's clearly red like mm-hmm. you're not going to do that to me i have two eyes yeah i need glasses but i have my glasses on but you're not, yeah, is that what you're, what you're not going to do is that. So he was unfri- unfriended. And then I had two of my friends keep posting stuff about how Serena was being, like, like you know, overreacting and, like, that it was racist what they were doing to Naomi Osaka, um, like, how everything was, like, bad on her. Like, it was an article saying how what the new... how how the U.S. Open treated Osaka was deplorable, and it's like, no, Serena, if you, and that's what happens, like, my all my white gay friends who just, like, want to jump on a, a headline, it's like, you weren't even watching the damn thing, you don't even know. Okay. really, when, when things started to take, when things started to take turns, Serena was like, hey, no, 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 no stop booing, like, it's, it's, let's make this a positive experience for Naomi, because, like, it's not fair that this is, like, the first time she's winning, and that, like, all this hullabaloo is happening and the guy that you're trying to boo is not even out here so like just stop booing we're gonna get through this like we'll talk about this later put a pin in it like but let's make it positive like 
Serena didn't have to do that. If Serena was the trash that they're trying to make it out to be, she would have been hyping hyping the chorus. Like she should, she would have been like, yeah, let's boo all boo everybody. Let's let's make it. Let's cause a commotion. Serena don't want that. She just want to be treated fairly. That's and that's not anything super. She's not asking for the moon. Mm. Um, and the, the the fact is, I don't know. Like you guys know, I watched like a shit ton of tennis. I own the tennis channel. I have the tennis plus. Like I watch a lot of you I are watch subscribed. A lot of tennis. Yeah, I am very much so subscribed. And like the thing is, Serena on tour, you're allowed to have coaches come down and coach you. She never takes it up. Like she never once she's out there, she does not want coaching. So the fact that she got called for coaching and it affects her at the like the the maximum that should happen is if the coach in the stands is like trying to coach and they catch him, he should just be like kicked out. Exactly. Like, why does it affect the player if she doesn't? Yeah. Even, she didn't even look, and they had like footage of her playing the game as he was doing that signal. She wasn't looking at him. It was just he was doing it out of a reflex. Like it wasn't even like she was. Try- he was like, I don't know. And furthermore, the is- there's been many players who said, "Look, I get coaching all the time. Like it, it's a thing." The girls do it all the time. So the fact that A, Serena didn't do it, and B, that Serena wasn't even looking in his direction, is like, this makes no sense at all. But continue, yeah. I'm sorry. No, that, I mean, you pretty much was summing up in a nutshell what I was saying. It's like, the fact that it was called on her at this spot, like, this wasn't like a first round or second round match. This was like the freaking final. They mm-hmm. wouldn't have done that if it was Nadal and Federer out there. Okay! Like, it, 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 it would not it would not be a thing. And yes, her smashing her racket, I know that she knows this is a violation because she's done it before and she's mm-hmm. got a violation for that before. Yeah. So like she knew going into that when she smashed her racket, she was she thought she was going to get a warning, but she was they were like, no, girl, you're going to get a point because we told you earlier about the coaching. And then she's like, that's when it like blew up because she was like, I don't receive coaching. And then like the fact that she was irate about it and called him a thief and she he took a whole game from her, like... Yeah. That's yeah. not something that happens normally. Like, many commentators, like, I've never seen anything like this before. And the fact is, I think it was, like, just fragile masculinity mm-hmm. being, like, this this woman is calling me a thief and, like, laying it to me, so I need to put her in her place. That's all it was. And I just don't appreciate that. I mean, it's like a snapshot of the fucking world. Like, just being told that you can't express yourself in the way that you want to express yourself, being told that, like, Oh, like you're gonna try to go against me? Well, you're gonna like I'm gonna put everything. I'm gonna put all these obstacles in your way. So now you're screwed. Like you're not. You're really not gonna win this game now, girl. So Great. what are you gonna do? But you know, like Serena said, we're gonna get past it. We're gonna get through it. She's a champion. She's gonna win a hundred more Grand Slams anyway. Okay. So by of what he tried to do for this one, she's gonna look back on this and laugh. And her. Her daughter is going to come back. Okay. The image of Olympia after that whole match, it sums up how everybody felt about that match. It was like so over it. Like, same, <laughs> Olympia. Same. <laughs> um, the next question I got um, pretty much um, do, you th- do you guys think that the United States Tennis Association should? change their policies about coaching during matches because like you guys said like Serena wasn't even paying attention to the coach in the beginning to begin with during the match and they're trying to say that I guess during title matches you're not supposed to have 
coaching during the during the match. So the way that it works is that um, in Grand Slam tournaments, so that's the Australian Open, the French Open, the in Wimbledon, and U.S. Open, that you're not allowed to have coaching at all during the matches, like from first round on. Um, but on the tour, like all the smaller events, like you're allowed to have them come on like at the halfway point of the match. Like you can have them co- actually come down from the stands and like go on court. Now, like the fact that they should implement that in the majors, I don't think that's even the point. It's like they should pe- they should work on the way that it's penalized. So like if yeah. the player if, if if the player isn't the one that's causing the violation, they shouldn't be penalized for the mm. violation. Like I don't understand. Like that's that's asinine to me. Um, and, you know, Serena even said, she's like, okay, should the rule change? I don't know. I don't get coaching, so it doesn't even affect me, really. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. And, and even, if, the- even if they uh, did um, still penalize uh, people for get coaching, it should be a warning system. Like, you should get a warning the first time your coach starts coaching you from the sidelines. And the second time, then maybe you get the penal- penalization. But the fact that it was so extreme that the first thing he saw, he was like, up oh, penalty. He was like, wait, whoa, what's what's going on here? Um, so I feel like, I feel like overall, the, um, the tennis association needs to change a lot of their rules because also Serena brought up a, a point where I can't remember her name, but she was penalized for taking off her shirt because it was hot to change oh, to another yeah. shirt. Yeah. Like these, like these asinine sexist rules yeah. for female yeah. players. Cause the men, yeah. they taking off their shirts all the time. It's like all no tea, like no tea at all. And the fact that Serena was told that she couldn't wear her, her unitard because it wasn't just for fashion. It was also because of doctor's orders to help her recover from her, you know, pregnancy and all of that, all of that stuff. And the fact that she couldn't wear it was another reason. Like these rules are not uh, moving where society is moving. We're in 2018. These mm-hmm. rules, mm-hmm. these old rules, just don't apply anymore. Like we, we have to make these rules uh, different in order for, I guess, the the tennis association to survive. Like a lot of these companies have to change the way that they do practice, and that's just across the board. Yeah, and just going back to that female tennis player in the shirt issue, like, uh, her name is Alizé Cornet, by the way, Yes. Um, from France, and um, she, it wasn't even the fact that she took it off because it was hot, she had gone off the court and put her shirt on, because uh, she changed it, but then realized, like, oh, it's inside out, let me just go ahead and, like, flip it. Like, wow! Flip it it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, and they penalized her, she got a violation because she, like, turned her shirt into, like, like, corrected her shirt and yeah like she got a violation for that whereas nadal is out here with the dolls like shirtless for like okay. a good five mm-hmm. minutes like just chilling you know and it's like it's it definitely is like institutionalized sexism mm-hmm. in sports especially tennis like it's, it's a little behind the times and it needs a refresh if you will <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We oh, sports overall to me just needs to get together. Every sport. Yeah, that's what I'm like. like how is it going to be a, like a situation with tennis and even in basketball where 
the umpires and referees can take a game away from somebody. Like that defeats the whole purpose of the sport. Yeah. Mm. How do they have that much authority to be able to do that and cheat? Especially yeah. in football as well. <laughs> a lot of these games be determined just off the damn That's referee. So crazy. Like for real. Yeah. But yeah, that pretty much ends up my discussion. <laughs> Girl, this was woo, this is I ain't never seen this much drama in sports, child. <laughs> yeah, no, sports was had been really messy. Actually world news have been messy for the past two weeks anyway. So yeah. very, very um in rice. Just put the world in rice. Um so I guess that means that we should move on to what we are appreciative of or grateful for oh. this week. <laughs> so, um, Tanya, do you have anything to say? Um, well, I'm appreciative of this new job I'm about to start. Whoop, whoop. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. All the bill, yo. With my dick. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm thankful for that opportunity. So yeah, that's what I'm appreciative. That's my gratitude. Uh, what about who's next, DJ? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm just really appreciative of life overall, even though it, like world news, like news across the board, have been pretty messy and pretty trash. Um, I I just am appreciative that a that I'm alive that I'm still able to breathe and walk and move and um and also that relatively I still feel safe even though uh, society in a lot of ways want me to feel unsafe I refuse to live in fear so I'm just grateful for um yeah just to be alive so um so I would say I'm grateful for. I guess waking up this morning uh, again, like you know, with disasters such as uh, Hurricane Florence and you know all the other different things that could occur. Like I'm here, being able to chat with you guys, like that. I'm really grateful for that. Um, today is actually my sister-in-law's um, baby shower, and she just asked me and my husband to be. Um, godfather so uh-huh. i'm really grateful oh, to be able to be in uh, uh my, my new nephew slash godson's life like i can't wait for him to come and i got everything ready he got already got his hogwarts shirt on deck <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm ready for that new adventure what about you wait, no turtles i was gonna say that <laughs> So I want to meet him first to see which <laughs> turtle he more identify with. I don't want to like put a turtle onto him. So. <laughs> you don't want to oppose a turtle onto him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Tur- like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he more Michelangelo? <laughs> Is he more Donatello? <laughs> Is he a Raphael? You know. <laughs> the rest is still unwritten. Um, I guess. I'm grateful for um, kind of piggybacking off of you, DJ, not living in fear. With everything going on around us, with, with the Texas situation, with Hurricane Florence, mm-hmm. and even I remember watching the news this week, People, some people in North Carolina were like, yeah, I'm not going nowhere. I, all my stuff is here. I'm going to ride it out. So, mm-hmm. And one part of me is like, boy, you crazy. And then the other part of me is like, 
I feel you because your life is down where you're living at. So it's like you work so hard to get what you have, and it's like you don't want to just pick up and run. So I do admire that. And um, it's just grateful to be here. You know, um, <laughs> we getting old, but we still kicking. And a lot of people, it's bad that even though at our young age, a lot of people aren't making it to that age. So I'm just blessed to be here for that. Yeah, um, I echo the same as well. So I guess that will um, wrap up this episode for today. Day. Ooh, that was heavy. Yeah, that was a very. Oh, so trying to get out of here. We still lit. Let's okay. Still... okay. <laughs> we have reviews. We have, you know, we have yeah. other shows that are not as heavy, but yes, this episode was a little heavy boots. Um. <laughs> anyway, where can everyone find you on the social media? Don't find me. Just go to. <laughs> Because I'm about to be off the grid. I got to get out of the matrix. It's too much. Um, so hit up, but please, please hit up our, our Instagram at SWG Podcast. Please find us on Facebook. And whichever means that you're listening to us on, um, please rate us. Please leave us some feedback and tell a friend and share and do all of that. And we'll start giving you shout outs and all that stuff. Yes. Um, yes. Also, diddle all of that. Uh, but you can follow me on Instagram at Dijon underscore Delante. And who else? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Drago Wild. Uh, that's D R A Y G O Wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, and actually, again, like I said this last time, but if you guys have any feedback, you can also hit us up in our Gmail, which is so what's good pod at gmail.com. So that would be awesome to get some feedback or some even some questions. That might be fun. Like anything you want to put that on our show. Yeah. <laughs> Just drop a line in there. Um, you can find me on Instagram at CJ Top Flight. And like everybody said, definitely rate, subscribe, ask, give us feedback, whatever. Also was good. We definitely like to hear from you guys. And we appreciate everybody who listens and shout us out. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it all the love. Yeah. yeah. We are a new yeah. podcast. So we you know, we're just starting out. So we would love all the feedback, um, and the love and the shout out. So yeah, definitely uh rate, comment and subscribe um on the different uh ways that you listen. And yeah, I think that will wrap up the show. Also, uh, all of our links will be in the description box underneath the episode. So that will wrap up the show today, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Demita Joe? <laughs> 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 no.